Sports world, what is good? Chris Dell here, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, and welcome to our weekly NFL Quick Rants Podcast. I am your host, the Mad Journalist. With me is Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and we're just wrapping up all things NFL Week 10, looking forward to Week 11, and going over our updated Go Baller FFS power rankings now. And talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, the only team with one loss in the NFL this season, the clear-cut best team in football right now. But you're saying they're not even the best team in the NFC. What kind of crazy talk is that, man? Well, let me back this up a little bit. AFC, there's only two teams in the AFC that have a legitimate shot of making it to the Super Bowl, New England and Pittsburgh. The AFC, is, to me, is looking like the Big Ten West. Well, why are you hating on the Chiefs? Chiefs no chance, no, man? No chance. And Big Ten West, you got Wisconsin, a bunch of mediocre teams, and that's what you got in the AFC, New England and Pittsburgh. But let's talk about where the real power is, the NFC. Uh, I, Amen I'm in, to that. I don't think I'll give you I'm that. in love with the New Orleans Saints. They've won seven straight after two losses to open the season. What they did up in Buffalo is just amazing. I think Sean Patton, Sean Payton, excuse me, has put on his genius hat and Drew Bledsoe is, is willing to kind of put his arm, arm at rest. <laughs> Drew Brees, you're getting a little excited there, man. <laughs> yeah, Drew Brees is getting uh, put on his... Uh, Shout out to Drew Bledsoe, though. Yeah, Drew Brees, your fantasy stud. You know, you, you've had Brees on your fantasy team probably well, each play, year. I didn't play him last week. I played Jared Goff. That was a good move. But, well, that's another but, team right there. So but, these Saints, Saints and Rams, do you? Are those are your top two teams, the NFC? I got Saints number one, Rams number two, Philadelphia three, and Seattle number four. Oh, my NFC. goodness. Uh, Philadelphia's gonna they're gonna lose some games. They have they gotta play Dallas, was it twice now? Oh. And then they the, got that road trip. You tell back me about to back that. road games at Seattle and the Rams. They can lose both games. Sandwiched in between two Cowboys and games. Then, That's then, four tough games coming up for yeah, the Eagles. And then you're the have, Eagles. You're gonna have to buy me a steak dinner on that. Oh, we're we're gonna bet because I'm riding my man Case Keenum, the Minnesota Vikings. For some reason, the team you didn't mention and the NFC seven and two winners of five straight, the second longest winning streak in the NFL outside the Saints and. Just really looking at the NFC, I mean, obviously, th- this is a complete domination between conferences this year. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can remember a, a season where two conferences have been so lopsided in that regard. I mean, you look at the Eagles, plus 104 point differential on the season, Saints plus 103. The freaking Los Angeles Rams that can't even fill up their home seats at their stadium. They've been plus 134 points this year. Winners of four straight, the third longest streak this season. Jared Goff playing phenomenal, but the Seattle Seahawks, you got to give them respect because Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, they have the veteran experience. They've been to the Super Bowl. They've won a Super Bowl. Both sides of the ball, they have guys coming back from those teams. And obviously, yeah, they haven't been there in, in, in a minute, but this team still is very talented, and you cannot discredit a team with that much experience against a team with very little playoff experience with the Rams. So, yeah, okay, the, maybe the Rams outpace the Seahawks in the regular season, but come playoff time, I think you might see a complete reversal on that end. It's going to be real interesting to see who gets matched up with who in the playoff bracket in the NFC. Uh, they lost their cornerback, Richard Sherman. They, a lot of people say he's the anchor of the defense. Uh, so we'll see how, how that goes. But how do you stop Jared Goff and, and, and Gurley? I mean, that's, that's maybe the best one-two punch in the league right now. Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben, perhaps. How, how, about, how about the only two undefeated teams on the road? are the Los Angeles Rams and New England Patriots, both 4-0 on the road. So the Rams, I mean, obviously, you know, they don't have the experience. You can't say they've been there before, but they're definitely proven that they're one of the best right now as of this moment. I mean, we're 10 games in to the regular season, nine games for some teams that have had a bye so far. 
and just a lot of shakeup. But yeah, in the, in the AFC, it's just unfortunate that Bill Belichick, aka the hoodie, and Mr. Tom Brady are just going to have another freaking cakewalk to the Super Bowl. Who are they going to play besides the Steelers? I mean, even this we're talking about the Steelers and Chiefs get matched up. They beat each other up in the playoffs, and then the win, a, a, a tired, beaten up winner is going to play New England, and they're going to get another easy ride, easy ticket to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, what, can, what 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 is the deal with that? I mean, well, the Buffalo Bills were looking like contenders, but not anymore. Well, stick with the Rams. They got youth, youth, and youth, and a new coach that that shows how much a coach can mean. What that Jared, Jared Goff people are ready to write him off, send him to the Hitherlands with only one year, and he's turned out maybe he should be rookie of the year, even though it's not his rookie year. But yeah, you know, last year might as well. Man. Well, most and improved then, player for sure. Yeah, and Todd Gurley is uh, comeback player of the year. How about that? Yeah, and then you, you cannot uh, can't knock Robert Woods' complete uh, revival of his career. Uh, we'll be right back with part two of our NFL Quick Rants. Welcome back here to part two of our NFL Quick Rants podcast on Go Baller FFS. I am your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather. You can find him at Adel Sports on Twitter. You can find me at Mad Journalist on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's M-A-D-D Journalist with two Ds. And jumping right into things here, we were going through kind of uh, up and down the Go Baller FFS power rankings for week 11, and... We talked about the contenders and who are Super Bowl contenders, but a few teams we might have left out, and I think there's three teams on the radar right now, or maybe two. You tell me. Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys. And you said the Chiefs weren't contenders, so in that first segment, we talked about our top seven teams, Philly, New England, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, New Orleans, Seattle, L.A., in in no particular order. But now you got the Chiefs, you got the Panthers, you got the Falcons, and the Cowboys. Out of those four teams, are any of them for real? Get rid of the KC. They're they're done. I don't even want to. They're talk They're considered about the hands down best team in the league. <laughs> What's, what what happened with them? Oh, they died like they do every uh. year. But let, let's talk about the Panthers. Out of there's three teams waiting in the bushes, ready to jump on those contenders: Panthers, Atlanta, and maybe Dallas. Uh, if Jerry Jones can stop fighting and maybe help the team. Without Zeke, they ain't contenders. I'll tell you that much, man. Okay, but I like the Panthers. I like how they grew. I like what they did to Miami Monday night. Christian McCaffrey is starting to play a more integral integral role in the offense. He had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Cam Newton looked like the old Cam Newton, using his legs and his passing arms. And that, that defense is great. That's one of the best defense of the league. So That's the key. That's don't the key. count out the Panthers. I mean, I, my Saints are my number one team, but the Panthers could overtake them. And, I, and I'm saying, I'm telling you, do not count out the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, you know, they went to the Super Bowl last year on that hangover thing. I think that's gone. Maybe they had a little uh, rough time. Adrian Claiborne, six sacks. How about that? A former Buck, which proves a point. Once you leave the Bucks, you're destined for stardom. Either you get cut and you're out of the league or you're destined for stardom. Uh, you Touché know, you, to that. you got Matt Ryan, a quarterback. Uh, man, they don't have an offensive coordinator. That, and I think that's really a downer for Well, them. maybe they're starting to adjust. I mean, big home win for them. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Freeman's going to be out this week with a concussion, but Tevin Coleman's probably the best backup running back in the league or one of the best. I and mean, speaking of the Panthers, too, and just staying in that NFC South division, I mean, look at the top two. Saints, obviously, winners of seven straight. Panthers, seven and three. They're a half game behind one one loss game, technically. Uh, one loss, in, uh, the loss one column. game in the loss column, excuse me. Uh, Panthers, winners of three straight. The, the Falcons, the one thing they have going for them when you start looking at playoff teams and the NFC like we're talking about now, 
they're four and one in the conference, and th- that could mean something when you're vi- when you're fighting for a playoff seed, and there's tiebreakers at stake, and you're looking at a crowded NFC right now. So the fact the Falcons are four and one in the NFC, that conference record could come into play, whether it's in their division or just for a wild card spot in general. And, and if that team gets in there, then I agree with you 100. percent Watch out for them because they have weapons. Julio Jones is really underperformed, maybe one of his worst disappointing seasons. But the guy's got uh, tons of talent. I mean, no one's denying that. So obviously, talent on Atlanta's side, and, and if they can get things going, then obviously watch out, because people are easy to forget that they, they were so dominant last season over anyone they played. Yeah, they had a different offense coordinator last year, too. Well, yeah. Done. Well, that's obviously the main thing. Your boy Shanahan's gone. He's in San Francisco. He just got his first win of the season, so congrats on that. Uh, celebrating like they won a Super Bowl right there. Talk, yeah, talking about pretenders. Giants. Yeah, it's, yeah, the lowly Giants, the, the Giants. We're not even going to get into that. It's just a depressing subject right there. Yeah. I mean, another another depressing team, the Broncos, loses a five straight. But, yeah, I don't think the AFC has more than you know three. Cont- I'll, I'll still put the Chiefs in there. But you look at two other six and three teams, the Titans and the Jaguars. Get, uh, get out of here. Those teams aren't for real. Blake Bortles, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, Mariota's better than Bortles, but... Yeah, it's, it's not enough, man. Mariota and Winston have really disappointed me. I thought this was going to be your. This is going to be the year both of those guys really took a step up and, and proved that you know their number one top draft picks status. You know, I said it would take five years to, to determine who was better between those two, but I got you can't to, tell. I, I'm starting to be. I don't want to change the subject, but Jameis Winston to me is looking like a guy. Maybe he's in the 15th best quarterback, middle of the road. But uh, anyway, let's talk playoffs. Dallas, do they have a shot? I don't know if they can figure out how to get along without uh, Zeke Elliott. Maybe they can, they can get back in that thing. Uh, but it, it's going to be tough. They're, they're, they need to help with their offensive line. They did a terrible job of blocking. Uh, anybody who had to work behind a line like uh, Zach Prescott did, did the other day. Zach been, Prescott, yeah. It would have been hurting. Yeah, that's that's uh, the Cowboys are struggling without Elliott. That's for sure. We'll be right back with one bonus addition. Peace out. Back here on Go Baller FFS with our Week 11 quick rants for the NFL and breaking down all things playoffs, looking forward to not only just Week 11, but the playoff bracket and talking about really the imbalance of NFC and AFC teams and looking at potential playoff matchups. If the playoffs started today, obviously we talked about the Steelers and Patriots being the top two teams in the AFC. You're looking at a first-round matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills and then the two six and three teams from the AFC South. We got the Titans versus the Jaguars. You flip it over to the NFC. You would have the Vikings and the Eagles with a bye in the first round. You would start off an amazing first round wildcard weekend in the NFC. The New Orleans Saints hosting the Seahawks and the Rams hosting the Panthers. So, you know, look at those top six. And then Atlanta Falcons knocking on the door. But you also got the Lions at five and four. You also got the Packers at five and four. Cowboys five and four. And Redskins, maybe the only team you could say maybe still in the hunt. They're sitting there at four and five in the NFC. But, uh, you know, the big, big game this Thursday night. If, if Tennessee is for real and your boy Mariota is for real, they're at Pittsburgh. So if they win that game, Tennessee moves to seven and three and moves into a, uh, close to a tie atop the AFC. So we'll see about that game right there. And any 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 other teams you want to mention? You said the Packers maybe if they get Rodgers back. Well, if Aaron Rodgers come back, I, I would not count the Green Bay Packers out. And, and like I said, Atlanta Falcons if they can get their mojo going like they did last year. But if, there's enough teams in the uh, NFC like we were talking about. Uh, I, I like the Saints. They're my number one team. I like them a lot better than Minnesota. I, I don't know where you get this 
Minnesota number two seed. They're not going to be the number two seed. They got the best duo of receivers in the NFL with Adam Thielen playing yeah. out of the slot and Stephon Diggs hey, as a deep threat. Have a quarterback. Case Keenum coming off a career game with four touchdown yeah, passes, they, baby. They, hey, Teddy Bridgewater had his helmet on ready to go in. and, he, and he, If they're talking Teddy Bridgewater, that's another thing that makes no sense. Case Keenum's got a shaky confidence as it is. And why they're talking about Teddy Bridgewater, he hasn't played in two years. You know, he may be get back to his old form, maybe, but to put him in now, it, it makes no sense at all. He's got so much rest on him, and it doesn't do anything for Case Keenum. So you gotta, you gotta ride the Case Keenum uh, truck. Yeah. And they've been doing that so far well this year. It's yeah. uh, sitting there at seven and two, second place in in the in the NFC in the crowded NFC conference, five and one in the conference. You cannot throw shade on my man Case Keenum. Hey, I, I said that he was going to be better than expected because people were just dogging him out of college, saying that he could not do anything of what he did at Houston, setting all those college football records while he was in there. But he's actually proven to be a decent quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, you could call him a, a career backup, but he's in his fifth season now. He's getting the opportunity, and he's making the most of it. He's winning games. And like I said, four touchdown passes last week. So they call it a fluke. We'll see if that continues with that offense. And obviously losing Dalvin Cook was huge. If they would still would have had him, I'd consider them even more of a contender to knock off the Eagles off that top spot. I mean, but, uh, you know, disappointing team, obviously, you know, talking about the strong NFC South. I mean, the, the Bucks nowhere near. It's just the three teams and then them, man. Well, when you get into the place, uh, the postseason, quarterback play becomes really important, especially for the experienced guys. So that's why I like the Saints in Seattle to reach the NFC Championship game. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, they've got the experience. They know how to win these tight games. Carson Wentz does not. And the way he runs, he's liable to get killed anyway. So I, I like the Saints. I'm going to say right now the Saints and Seattle make it to the NFC Championship game just based on alone on their quarterback play. Okay, so according to your logic with experienced quarterback play, and I and I fall I follow you there, but but bear with me for a second. So that means you're counting out the Rams, Jared Goff. Well, I'm not no, counting no. out the Rams, but I'm saying if, if you got to pick a favorite right now, I'll go with Saints and Seattle because of the experience of quarterback. Now how about the how about the Panthers and the Falcons? Now we're talking about Cam Newton and Matt Ryan. Yeah, too, well, they, but they don't have the talent. But, uh, I, again, the Panthers, they're, they're dangerous, and they're getting better. Maybe right now they're mo they're the most up-and-coming team, most improving team in the league, especially after the other night, even though it was against uh, Jay Cutler and the well, Miami Fish. It's it's the defense that's important there, and that's why I'm high on the Vikings. Yeah, I, I, think the, I think, like I said, the Vikings have the skill players around the quarterback. you got to have that, too. The Panthers don't really have many players to throw the ball to, except for Christian McCaffrey. That could wind up being a problem for Cam Newton come playoff time. Uh, I think they're getting a lot of people involved in their offense. It, it seems like they've almost had a down year, but they're sitting there at 7-3. and three. I mean, they start off 4-3, and three, rattled off three straight. But, man, yeah, so that, that's it. pretty much it right there. Go Baller FFS Power Rankings, our top 11 teams, contenders for the Super Bowl and playoff contention this year. We'll see you next week, and we'll see you tomorrow, actually, with our NFL Quick Picks. Peace out.